Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Good afternoon, welcome to the Masterclass. Uh, my name is Daryl Kwao, Info Yaobana for this week. Uh, great to be on the program, great to have you listen to the program. Um, it's a rainy Wednesday afternoon, uh, I guess you're safe wherever you are. We started a very important conversation on diversity, equity and inclusion at the workplace, which is important for uh, enhancing productivity. And if you're also starting a business, you, you may have to prioritize this as well. And so uh, we want to continue that conversation with our facilitator, Martin Atafin, who is CEO of AfriConsult, a professional services organization. Uh, great to have you in studio. How's your week been so far? Very, very good, Daryl. Okay. Um, the rains didn't bother you. <laughs> okay, but it's great to have you in studio. I enjoyed our conversation last week. It was exciting and insightful. I got very good feedback from people who were listening. And we are going to continue on diversity, equity, and innovation. Um, today, we are going to be taking a look at unconscious bias and how that affects workplace decisions um so uh, get your notebooks is is pretty cold out there so you can get a cup of coffee as well uh, as you um listening into what uh mr tuffin has to share with us but i'd like us to do a quick recap of some of the things that uh we learned last week as martin explained to us what dei is and one of the things i remember you said diversity is when everyone is invited to a party uh, equity is when everyone has a chance to help plan the party and make uh, decisions inclusion is when everybody is fully engaged so that paints a picture of what um DEI is. Um, I'll allow you to do a quick recap of what you, you shared with us last week. For those who are joining in for the first time, who are wondering what is this we are talking about. Great. Um, and thanks for that summary. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it really stuck. Yeah, it really yes, stuck. That, it, that, it, that was it, my it, takeaway from <laughs> last great. week's conversation. So uh, basically for the um, benefit of those who might not have uh, uh, been with us when we started uh, last week. So DEI means diversity, equity, and inclusion. And we are looking at it uh, from the perspective of the workplace because um, you can actually uh, um, input it into your, your, your policies uh, so that it can be practiced in the organization. So DEI is any policy or practice that is designed to make people of various backgrounds feel welcome mm -hmm. in the organization. And it helps also to ensure that those people have support to perform the fullest uh, to the fullest of their abilities in the workplace. Um, so we can look at diversity as the acknowledgement of all human differences. So we look at all the differences that come with anyone who is in, someone is tall, someone is short, someone is uh, fair, someone is dark, someone is uh, uh, of a different race, a different, uh, uh, well, a different color, someone is uh, has different abilities uh, as they come in, 
different um, um, they have had different experiences etc and they work probably differently you know so you need to be able to accommodate um, all of them. I always tell a story. I don't know if I, I had mentioned it last week of a colleague of mine. Uh, who Is works. it Perry you're going to share? No. <laughs> <laughs> I love no, the story. Love the Perry story. Yeah. No, but this this colleague of mine was a programmer. Okay. And and we were working in one on one of our clients in the mine. Um, he's so ineffective during the day, but give him anything, and by the next morning he's already sorted out the program of or cleared any bugs and things. He just he just works so works so well in the night. So we needed to accommodate him, allow him to sleep in the day and work in the night. And you can imagine, if you insisted that he comes to work nine to five, he will not give you the best of his, his ability. We also spoke about uh, um, equity. Um, and we indicated uh, without equity, you can have barriers within the organization. And we say that what is fair is not always equal. Mm -hmm. So you might look at equality, but equality might not be fair with everyone. Because if someone has come in with uh, uh, more experience, coming to your organization, more experience and, and more uh, better qualified, and there is someone who came in at the same time as less experienced and less qualified, and you are paying them the same grade, obviously, at some, at some point you hear people murmuring and wondering why uh, that is so. So it, you need to pay attention to that. And talking about inclusion, we say inclusion is proactive behaviors that make others feel valued and respected. So, I mean, emphasis on proactive because you would have observed your organization and, and observed the differences in people and make sure that you practice certain behaviors that will make everyone feel valued and respected. Because with regards to inclusion, you sometimes you may not notice it, but it is only when you are excluded that you feel that you you will realize the impact of inclusion so what maybe i will say is that if you don't intentionally include you will unintentionally exclude people so you have to be proactive at I, it i think you should say that again if you don't intentionally include if you don't intentionally include you will unintentionally exclude you will unintentionally exclude yes nice uh, and, and that actually will bring us to our topic for today because some of the things that you think that you uh, are okay might not be okay because it's unconscious to you. And I'd like to add that, in fact, I also got a call from a colleague of mine all the way from, from um, Netherlands. He listened to the program. And he was keen to mention that we need to talk about belonging mm. because... You can do everything with regards to diverse, diversity, equity, inclusion, but the people have to feel like they also belong. Belong to the yes. organization. So belonging is also critical. So what is belonging? It is more you also having um, your voice heard at the table. So you can be included, but you, no one will make you speak. <laughs> but he thinks that, and, and, I, and I, I do agree with him. Mm -hmm. And people, like we said last week, people only... Uh, 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 feel like they belong when they feel at home. So you should create an environment for people to feel at home where they are so they can also uh, participate because they feel like they belong. And then I'll crown it all this with the fact that after you have gone through all of that diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, you need to make sure that there is alignment. And what is alignment? That is when diversity is present, 
when inclusion is practiced and when belonging is prioritized. That is where you can see now we have alignment and then we can flow. All right. Uh, and so that's a nice summary of what uh, we discussed last week. Uh, you mentioned you got somebody listening from the Netherlands. Absolutely. I've got somebody listening from the U.S. Uh, that's my brother, Desmond Kwao. He's an HR professional. And I guess this topic is also very important for HR uh, professionals Absolutely. when it comes to yeah. um, recruiting people uh, into the organization. Yes. And so today we're going to be talking about unconscious bias. But before we go, I just want to acknowledge our sponsor, which is Gwell. Gwell, uh, Good Energy, Gwell, Yanara. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they are sponsors of the masterclass. We are happy to have you on board well. And so to today's uh, subject, um, our facilitator is uh, Martin Atafin, who is CEO of AfriConsult, a professional services organization. And so we are going to be talking about unconscious bias. Yes. What is it? Okay, great. Before we go, we get there, um, Daryl, I want to ask you a question, and I don't want you to answer it now. Okay. Uh, or you can you can answer it and you can think or about you it. Answer at any point. If I need to think about that, <laughs> yes, let you know. Yes, you think about it. But um, at the end of the program, I'll tell you the answer. Mm. Okay. So two boxers are fighting for the world title. Two boxers, mm-hmm. and in the sixth round, the challenger wins the fight without any man throwing a punch. How is that possible? Please say that again. Okay. Two boxers Two are, boxers fighting, are fighting, fighting for the world title. And in the sixth round, the challenger wins the fight without any man throwing a punch. How is that possible? How is that possible? Yeah, maybe maybe your your listener you have an answer as to how that is possible. Can you can you repeat it again? Okay. Two boxers uh-huh. are fighting for the world title. And in the sixth round, the challenger wins the fight without any man throwing a punch. Okay. So how is that? Zero five five one 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 nine nine seven. Uh, zero five five one 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 nine nine seven. If you have an idea, you can uh, give us an answer. But I'll think about it. Yeah. Yes. Great. So um, normally, uh, I told you the last time I do a lot, we do a lot of training, and before the training, I try to equalize the situation by telling people about the competency ladder. Now the competency ladder has four steps. Unconscious incompetence. When you don't even know that you don't know. Mm. You don't know that you're not that competent. But then when you get that awareness, then you make the effort to build on that. And that brings you to the conscious incompetence stage because you are now aware of where your gaps are. Mm. And then the next step on the ladder is for now you to become consciously competent because at that stage you know where to find what you need to be able to bridge that gap. But where you actually want to get to is to become unconsciously competent. When you, where you do things without even thinking because it just comes naturally. It's like driving. You, you, before you get to a turning, you have already <laughs> turned the indicator because you know that you, you have to turn the indicator. It comes from somewhere within you and then you move. And, and those are some of the best people you can work with because they know what they have to do at any point. I hope you get you get that story. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, I'm also smiling because there are answers coming through our WhatsApp feed um, to to it. So keep it coming, 055 uh, to to the, the story that you shared. Can yes. you repeat it? Okay, so the question is, two boxers are fighting for the world title. And in the sixth round, the challenger wins the fight without any man throwing a punch. 
How is that possible? How is that possible? I've seen answers from Kofi and Tema. Uh, Wilson as well. We'll share that uh, towards the end of the program. See if you got it right. Okay. Yeah. And and so, yeah. So that's basis for us to move on to. Um, exactly. Yeah. So you see, uh, 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 what that's the, the competency ladder is called a staircase of learning. So that's the process by which people go through before they get to learning things and doing things so well to get to the point of uh, um, what you're doing being unconscious. You do it so unconsciously mm-hmm. uh, uh, in a competently way, competent way. Now, um, that is where it is also difficult to unlearn things because you've learned it in a certain way. It's very challenging challenging to take it out of but your sometimes system. Sometimes you're unaware. Exactly. Yeah. You know? So that when, it, when we come to uh, unconscious bias, that is exactly the same thing. People would have learned things as they grow through their experiences, etc., and they become so used to it, it's difficult for them to think uh, another way. Let's look at it this way. What is unconscious? Unconscious, an unconscious thought or feeling is one that you do not know you have. So even if somebody points at it, you get surprised. And then bias is like a prejudice uh, of or against one thing or person or group compared with, you know, uh, another usually in, in, in a certain way. So bias is you, you have a prejudice, basically. So you think you stereotype things uh, or you stereotype a particular thing because you, what you know about, your experience about it and what you know, mm-hmm. you know, guides you in a certain way. So unconscious bias is as social stereotypes about certain groups of people, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, um, unconscious bias is a bias that we are unaware of. It is triggered by our brain making quick judgments because unconsciously just pulls it out and this is what it is. It is influenced by our background, cultural environment, and personal experiences. So if you've had a certain experience all the time, knowing that it is uh, uh, eating frogs is a great thing to do, <laughs> then when you go anywhere, it's easy for you to adapt. But those of us who have not been trained to, to eat frogs, you think, ah, this is really uh, uh, yak. You know, eating a frog because I, I mean, my system has been trained to not to appreciate that. So, everyone, you know, our, our brains are pretty much hardwired to categorize things, and everyone has biases. It's part of being human. It should be nothing to be ashamed of or to admit. Yeah, I, I mean, it's interesting you point out that everyone has a bias somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't see things as they are, actually. We see things as we are, you know. So uh, um, the way I see things might be different from the way you see things, but the thing itself is is in its own uh, in, in own right and it's in it's in its own way. Mm-hmm. Because we are programmed to prefer people who look and sound like us, like the penguins, or who share our interests, our experiences, and values. That is how we are programmed. Mm-hmm. So if somebody doesn't look like you, doesn't sound like you, then you start wondering where did this person come from. So unconscious bias, and this is the uh, interesting part. Apparently, the brain um, has kinds kinds of processes about eleven million pieces of information at one time, but it goes through a process. It goes through first the. Pro- Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? 
Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. ...of perceptions, you know, that is basically the lenses of perceptions, then interpretations. Then after it had gone through that process, then the preferences come in, and then you get to a point where you have selective attention. So eventually it will process it until it gets to a point where you want to pay attention to what your brain has selected that you want to do. That's, that's uh, the process. It's like, from the, the, it's like a danger detector, mm-hmm. you know, detecting and then sifting everything until it gets to a place where it is more rational for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, bias goes through a process as well. For example... Um, it starts with st- the stereotyping. So um, we know uh, um, men can multitask. <laughs> so because of that, I won't give a job to a man if he has to do two or three things at the same time. Perception. What? Perception. So you stereotype the person, and then the unconscious bias comes in, and you prejudge that Daryl will not be able to multitask, so I won't give him the job. Because then that is when behavior comes in, and then it leads to discrimination. Mm. So when there's stuff that we have to do for, uh, um, uh, you know, people that have to do some work, I mean, three things at the same time, I look out for the woman and ignore Daryl, only because um, I have the perception that men will not be able to multitask. Yeah. So um, going on, there are types of unconscious biases. There's the beauty bias, which is like judging people because of the way they look. <laughs> you see someone and you think that, oh, this guy, because he's, because he's um, uh, too slim, he cannot carry this weight or something. But you just judge him because of the way he looks and he may surprise you. There's the affinity bias. You mentioned hiring. You know people like to hire people who are similar to them or they want to be with people who are similar to them so the affinity is also also comes in and then there's a horns effect mm. it's like uh, negative assumptions or, or judgments because you have a certain perception of of his group or where he comes from or what he represents and then there's a confirmation bias more like looking for evidence for negative assumptions you know um, because you already have the assumptions, you're just waiting for him to make one mistake and you say, ah, didn't I say that? <laughs> and then you have the attribution bias, how the actions of others affect us. You attribute it to, uh, it is because um, she's a woman. You have a conformity bias, changing your views to match others, and then you can have also, you know, I mean, just talking about conformity bias, I mean, there's somebody that you you kind of, uh, adore someone that you kind of feel like this person cannot make a mistake. Yeah. And so whatever view he says, that is right. So it's a conformity bias. So it doesn't make you objective, uh, so to speak. And then there's a halo effect where you have a perceived position of that kind of traits from those kind of people. Everything that comes from the U.S. is great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also read about name bias. 
name bias. Great. That is that, <laughs> and that is true. Wow. Because, yeah. Because if you have a a great name like Atafin, when people hear it, they say, okay, what he's saying is right. Anyway, that's a joke. But oh. yes, the name bias has an impact. Especially if you have, you're, the, you're, you could get a job because you're related to somebody mm-hmm. and it's a name bias. Nobody yeah, yeah. You checked. go for an interview and they ask, are you related to this person? Absolutely. Like, yeah, you have the job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. So th- these are the, the types of biases we have, the gender bias. Uh, the affinity bias, the conformity bias, uh, confirmation bias, attribution bias. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Interesting stuff. So you find, if you look at that perspective, you find that biases are all over the place. All over the place. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm just uh, thinking through, I'm, I'm just thinking that I may have been caught in some of these biases <laughs> uh, in making yes. decisions uh, about people. Yeah. Absolutely. So I mean, so that's why this program is great. So just to make people aware that look, you may have some biases. Yeah. And how do you? And it's important that you pointed out that everybody is caught in this some way somehow. Absolutely. It's something you do unconsciously, you don't know, but then you are. Exactly, and you know, bring it back to the workplace. Deloitte uh, uh, made a survey in 2019, and the survey indicated that 64 percent of people said they had witnessed some sort of bias in the workplace. 64 mm. percent. 68% said that it had, it had negative impact on productivity. Um, 70% said ex- uh, experiencing or witnessing bias hurt uh, their own work engagement. And 83% said the bias was indirect, it was subtle. So it's as if it's not there, but it was there. And then 84% of the professionals were targets of bias. Uh, who were targets of bias said they... Um, they were negatively affected their happiness and confidence and well-being. So bias, subtle as, as it was, negatively affected their competence and well-being and affected uh, productivity as I, well. I, I don't know if this, this, this is a, a sensible question to ask, if it makes sense. How do you, how do you notice your, your bias or unconsciously being biased? Yeah, and, and so that's why I related it to a, a program like this that will make you realize that biases are all over the place. You have to intentionally pay attention to it. Remember that we were saying that if you don't intentionally include, you will unintentionally exclude. So first, you should be able to appreciate that there are differences uh, uh, all over the place. There could possibly be biases. So, I mean, you know, more like shine your eye, open your eyes and see whether you, you, you will identify some of those things. And uh, um, reading up about it, learning about it, in the first place makes you aware that there could be some biases that you are actually also uh, uh, part of. Okay, so in that case, you have to sit down uh, before you take a decision, uh, assess uh, whatever decision you are taking to, be, to ensure that uh, it's not informed by your biases. Uh, absolutely. Is that a practical and then, and then way to go about it? That's a practical way to go about it. And when you when you do that, and you do that often, then you you get the realization, you know, as you go along, because um, the differences vary so much. So that's why we are saying that in an organization, let us look at it in in certain cycles, hiring practices, mm. you know, or identifying talent. You should be able to sit and look at, okay, so these talents were identified by, was it, is it because of a bias or is it because a person is, is great at what he or she does? 
promoting people to leadership or identifying people to leadership. By the way, sometimes it's not altogether so negative. You know, last week we talked about, um, you know, promoting women. Organizations say, look, by a certain year, we want to make sure that we have uh, at least 40% of women in leadership. So it will be intentional. Yeah. But whilst being intentional, just watch and, and make sure that the other men don't feel hurt or not pack their bags to leave because they think, they, are, they you know, you are overly biased towards women. Yeah, and so uh, tell us, what, what kind of workplace decisions can be affected by unconscious bias, for example? Um, I, like I told you about hiring practice, I told you about promotion to leadership, remuneration. Mm. You know, that one. Yes. <laughs> the reviews and evaluation, you know, that could also be affected by, uh, by biases. I mean, if you are evaluating a pretty lady and you're a guy, just make sure that your, your, your <laughs> senses your, 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 your are screwed, right? So that you don't, you don't get biased because you're, you know, evaluating something. I mean, I laugh about this, but these are real, these are real, real things. Yeah, they they're real. So we need to speak about <laughs> it. You know, and, and, and even the organizational culture mm-hmm. overall, and I mentioned organizational culture because of the Penguin story. Everybody was saying this organization would like to walk this way, would like to dress up this way, would like to do this way. Is, does it uh, inconvenience certain people in, uh, because they are of their race, because where they, of where they come from, because of their color, because of, you know, all sorts of things? Um, I was particularly impressed when I spent some time in Nigeria. After, uh, at the start of every uh, meeting, the, the, there will be, possibly be, probably be a Christian prayer. But if there's a Christian prayer, then at the end of the meeting, there will be a Muslim prayer. Mm. Just to make sure that it is not always, a, you know, because most of the time Christians feel we are the ones who have to, Know, that kind of thing. Yeah, the so I asked the question here. about that, that, and they said, "You see, over here we actually plan the way we structure uh, governance. It has to have the federal character, where the federal character has Eurobas, uh, uh, Ibos, and uh, and houses. So if the top person is is a houser, the next ones who are following will either be Yoruba, and that's how it was explained to me, or Ibo. So the three top people normally have that." But my next question was, what about if you had competent people in the other uh, tribes? Tribes. You know, so basically the story is that the other tribes really have to fight harder to get to that point. And that is the situation with the, uh, if you are, if you are in a minority, you will, it's, it's like um, a, a Ghanaian going to, uh, um, on the world stage to fight uh, some world class boxers. You better knock the person out or... Um, you, you might just come home with, with, with nothing. Well, that reminds us of our question today, and I see the answers keep coming. I'm hoping that we can read all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we can read all of them. But um, So how can individuals and organizations reduce unconscious bias? Um, you talked about, I mean, we talked about I mean, doing a self-assessment or an assessment before you take a decision. How else can you reduce it? Okay, so there's a, a methodology called the FLEX, F-L-E-X, that um, is uh, pretty much uh, applied, you know, where the first uh, uh, F means focus, you know, so 
when you identify as you focus within, you tune your your emotions, you recognize how your experience has shaped your own perspective, you stick to the facts and don't make assumptions, and you turn your frustration rather into curiosity, where you can drill down and find out what exactly is making uh, me behave this way. And, you know, and then you go about, you go to the L, which is learning about others. Mm. Because the reason why you're biased about other people is you don't know about them. So, you know, you recognize how their experiences have shaped their perspective as well and consider how they might see the situation and what is important to them. And then think about how your actions may also impact them. And the, and the next stage is engage. So now you have to engage in the dialogue. I mean, talk about it. Ask open-ended questions. Listen, understand, offer your views, get views from them. Uh, and then make sure that you avoid blame and stuff like that. And then the last one is X, which um, means expand. You expand your options. You think about it. You, open, you have an open mind mm-hmm. um, you know, about what you have known and heard and, and, and engage with, with people so that it will help you to now appreciate the people that you're working with or the envir- people that are in the environment that you have, and then you can take the bias out. You are listening to the Masterclass on Joy 99.7 FM. Uh, we are discussing diversity, equity, and inclusion at the workplace. Today, we are taking a look at unconscious bias. And I uh, hope you are taking notes, hope you are learning a few things. Because uh, just as uh, our facilitator, uh, Martin Atafin, uh, shared with us, I mean, I'm sure we are caught up in so many of these biases at the workplace, and that has informed our decision over time. We are headed for a break. Uh, when we come back, I'm going to read some of your answers to <laughs> his question. And as well, if you've had experiences, you can share with us uh, right after this break. Masterclass will be back. Your favorite on-air business development program, Joy Business Masterclass, is in session. And you can interact with us on Facebook via the Joy 99.7 FM or Joy Business pages. If you tweet, the handle is at Joy 997 FM or at Joy Business GH. Don't forget to hashtag JB Masterclass. You can also call us on 0302-216541 or send your questions and contributions through to the WhatsApp number 0551-111997 and our facilitators will address your concerns. Attention everyone, class is in progress. All right, uh, class is in progress. Uh, thank you for staying with us here on the master class. I hope you had uh, your short uh, coffee break or whatever it is, and I hope that you're enjoying the class so far. Uh, welcome back, everyone. If you just joined us, uh, we are talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, with a focus on unconscious bias. Uh, just want to acknowledge our sponsor for the master class. Uh, well, well, good energy, girl. Yanara, Yanya. So, what do you do when you run out of fuel in your vehicle? Do you just top up anywhere? Don't do that. Let's introduce you to the good energy family um, and why you must be part. Guel Super XP Run 95 and Diesel XP are the best quality fuels with high performance in town for your vehicle. Guel Super XP Run 95 is a high grade fuel. So. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. 
Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. At same price as normal fuel, Guel Diesel XP is low in sulfur, making it an eco-friendly option for your vehicle. With over 440 stations across the nation, join the family that rewards you with quality for an energized driving experience. Guel Good Energy, Guel Yanarayente. Also, uh, does your existing salary account give you more? Is your salary in the right account? Worry no more. The Ecobank salary account... Uh, it's here to help you open an Ecobank salary account today and enjoy free life insurance, which covers contemporary and permanent total disability, critical illness, hospitalization, retrenchment, and death. With the salary Ecobank salary account, you have the ability to save as you spend free debit card, access to loans, and more. The best part is that you stand the chance to double your salary in the Ecobank double salary promo reloaded from now till the end of July. So open an Ecobank salary account today by visiting an Ecobank branch or ecobank.com to open an account online for amazing benefits. Please be aware of scammers who may contact you on this offer. Always visit an Ecobank branch or call Ecobank toll-free on 0800-003-225 for further details on the Ecobank salary account and Ecobank double salary promotion reloaded terms and conditions apply. Ecobank, the Pan-African bank. All right. Just one more. Your browsing experience on MyJoyOnline.com just got better with a new interface and outlook. Get the latest news on politics, business, sports, entertainment, and lifestyle on the new uh, MyJoyOnline.com portal. The new platform comes with a better and stronger rich content integration. Easily access content from video to audio on the new MyJoyOnline.com portal. And do share your feedback with us via mail at editors at MyJoyOnline.com or WhatsApp 05511. 11997 so we can improve your experience and serve you better all right back to the master class i'm going to read some of your responses to the question i'm going to make uh our facilitator for this month uh martin atafin ceo of afri consult to share the question one more time and then we'll read some of your responses see if you got it right okay great so the question is um just a second so two boxes are fighting for the world title. In the sixth round, the challenger won without throwing a punch. How is that possible? How is that possible? Without any man throwing a punch. How without is that possible? any man throwing a punch. Let's see who got it right. Uh, in fact, we were just wondering if we should have um, announced a prize for this. But <laughs> <laughs> So, um, 0551111997. If you have any question as well uh, concerning the topic we are discussing, you can uh, send in your question. So this one from Kofi Intema says, the champion failed to show up after the fourth round break. <laughs> That's not the answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hard try, Kofi. All right. This one um, says, maybe the holder has been punished too much. That's why the challenger was crowned. <laughs> me? Oh, no, me. Okay. I know. I don't think that's the answer to it. Uh, uh, Alexander from Ablikuma, the loser throws in the towel. No. No? All right. <laughs> Who's going to get this right? This is getting interesting. Uh, good afternoon, Daryl. This is uh, Kwesi from Kade. The answer to the question your host asks is the champion could not continue fighting after the end of round five. No. No. <laughs> Oh, this is moving difficult. All right. Yes. <laughs> um, Amaru from Medina says the champion did not answer the bell in the sixth round. No. No. <laughs> okay. 
Kofi Agbeli from Teshi. There was a knockdown in the fifth round. No. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Not the answer. Leslie from Adabaka, maybe his opponent collapsed or tapped out. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, this is fun. Yeah, this is fun. Uh, I just knew it was wrong by reading it. This one says, uh, this from Gabriel says, the challenger might be leading on points and the champion may have a bad injury which would allow the continuation of the fight. <laughs> no. Okay. No. We are overthinking. <laughs> we are overthinking. Uh, this one says, the challenger might have won the previous rounds. No. That's not possible. <laughs> Anyway, uh, no, so this this is something else. I this I think is for uh, Savi. Uh, uh, this one is from okay. This one, somebody enjoying the show from his <laughs> office. Uh, good afternoon, master cl- a class. Elena, you know, so the answer to the question is the winner would have been decided in the previous round. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> My name is Wilson. Should the I? fight. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. Let's He's asking another question. We've read, we've read from Wilson already. Yeah, we'll come back to his question. I just want to see so if anybody got it right. Somebody says, please read mine. Okay. This is another question. We'll come back to it um, a bit cool. Okay. So I can give you the answer. Okay. Take everybody Let out me of just take the last one. Let's see if you got it right. It says, hello, Daryl. The challenger wins by decision. Technical knockout. King from Wager. No. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Nobody has gotten it nobody right so far. We right. really wanted to give out a box of chocolate. But, okay. Abeku says to do this last one no punches in the sixth round meaning there were punches in the first to fifth round so a winner can be declared based on the previous round sylvia uh from new legon did no. she get it right oh it no, took you a while did. to say oh was she <laughs> no. getting there <laughs> no no she wasn't she wasn't i was just thinking <laughs> sylvia should have gotten it sylvia should have gotten <laughs> yeah, it but was no. she close uh, no no I, I, I don't okay. know what, uh, what the michael is, is thinking says the okay. winner is a woman Yes, Michael is. He right. got it because oh, because really? there, was, there were two female boxers. Ah. And everybody else was thinking they were male boxers, so they were giving us all sorts of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so Michael, Michael is really smart. <laughs> the winner is a woman. That's the answer to the question, right, Michael? Uh, you know what? Martin is going to take your number. I'm sure he would want to surprise you with a box <laughs> of chocolate. Uh, zero two zero. Okay, now I'm not supposed to read his number on there, so <laughs> we'll save that and get back to him. And so, uh, I mean, congratulations, Michael, for getting the answer right. I guess we've all learned something from it. But I want to do some of the questions that came in um, uh, from some of our listeners. Yeah, my question: um, What role does prejudice create created by a past occurrence play in the conversation on? unconscious bias um doesn't have a name to it but this uh, uh somebody who is listening who's uh right yeah oh i know who that is <laughs> okay exactly so remember what we talked about the different types of biases that you can have you know so so all of these biases are because you probably are prejudiced will help you to get prejudiced in a certain way you know, whether beauty, affinity, the Holmes effect, it creates a certain prejudice in your mind because your brain has already processed this and made you think that this, the people of this nature are, are like this or like that. So you're already prejudiced to that, that person. You pre- that is, you are prejudging before you even deal with that person. And that impacts on the way you behave to that person. Okay. 
Um, actually, that was from Yao Banafo, who is listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, good to be listening, Yao. Uh, this one from Wilson says, can you share some perspective around how heuristics uh, impact biases? Thank you. How what? Hur- heuristics, he says. Okay, so what's a heuristics? <laughs> we'll check that out and answer. <laughs> please please <laughs> we, do. That's, so that's from Wilson. If you break it down for us. Uh, yeah, if you could break that down for us as well. Um, yeah, I, I'm sure there's some more questions to answer, but we'll get back to it. But let's continue our conversation. So we're talking about how to reduce uh, unconscious bias uh, at yes. the workplace. Um, and you were giving us some ideas. I, I want to find this out as well. Um, let's talk about um, how you can avoid unconscious bias. I mean, some of the practical things you can do. Um, so basically, um, what I'd indicated earlier on is that, I mean, biases are all over the place and probably you there are th- things that you have learned and unlearned and you need to watch out how uh, the way you behave um, can impact um, other people. So we spoke about um, the flex, which allows you to you know, create a situation where you'll be aware of uh, of what the bias, biases may be and where you focus on learning about others, um, engaging people in a dialogue when you identify that there are areas where you may be challenged uh, with regards to biases and then expanding your options to make sure that you, uh, you know, have an open mind about you know, people who are less represented, so to speak. And, and also being aware that your biases can impact on the benefits that basically you an organization may be having because um, if you are supposed to, if, if an organization that uh, attracts diverse talents actually does pretty, pretty well. So you can look at it from the perspective that if there's an, your organization is uh, lopsided with regards to um, a certain kind of talent, then you want to be able to expand it um, to some extent. Okay, uh, I, I, I'm just hoping that this helps. So I checked out heuristic or a heuristic technique. And it says, is any approach to problem solving or self-discovery that employs a practical method that is not guaranteed to be optimal, perfect, or rational, but is nevertheless sufficient for reaching an immediate short-term goal or appro- approximation? Um, I don't know if that... <laughs> so basically, what I'm uh, realizing is a, is a method of solving a problem, an immediate problem. Mm-hmm. You know, so it has a, probably a scientific process to it. Mm-hmm. And that could really help because obviously, if you want to check if an organization uh, or your organization um, is is aligned, mm-hmm. you may have to do a survey to find out what people are thinking and how they are feeling, just as Deloitte did that, did that. And then you can look for a scientific way of dealing with it. Okay, so he responds as basically a short term to uh, a shortcut to solving a problem and wants to know how that impacts biases. So the, the, the way I can put it is the tool itself, does it uh, look like it creates a bias? If I'm responding to the tool, will it look like you're only thinking of this kind of people, but you know, you're not thinking of other people within the organization. Because if you're, you're um, having a survey in my organization and um, the kind of questions that you have is totally related to people who come from the South, then those would may not be wondering, are you thinking of us at all? So yes, um, you may be going through that short-term uh, tool to solve the problem, but you should also be a bit uh, 
conscious of the fact that of the of the kind of people or the differences that you have in your organization well a quick one at uh, 30 seconds if you can somebody uh yeah wanting to know if if i'd be wrong in uh, choosing a beautiful woman as a receptionist I don't think you'd be wrong. I mean, I know uh, organizations have done that. They do that with their so sales in the context of unconscious, of, of bias. unconscious bias. But but what I think that you're doing is you are deliberately um, using that to the advantage. You know, because what you want to do is to play to the strengths of all the uh, people who, are, who represent the, the company. So if you choose a beautiful woman. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 